Imagine this being your reality. No rent payment and no mortgage payment. That's right. Today we are talking about home ownership and how you can live mortgage-free. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Hey there, wallet winners. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. I'm excited to bring you into this chat that I'm going to have with Jessie Fearon. I'm so excited she's agreed to be a guest here today. And we're going to talk about something that is oh so important. We're talking about home ownership and not just owning a home, but owning a home outright, as in mortgage-free, something that I think a lot of people would never think is in the cards for them. More and more, we're starting to see uh, you know, people just kind of continuing to refinance and dip into those the equity they build into their home, or, or worse, when people are older and they find themselves not able to retire, they're grabbing out of the home and just kind of continuing to mortgage it their whole life long. So Jessie, our guest here today, her and her husband have chosen to do a different way. And they are young and they're going to share their story with us about how they've decided to pay off their mortgage and they're going to uncover the benefits that they've experienced since they left that mortgage in the rearview mirror. So thank you so much, Jessie, for being with us today. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for having me on today. I'm really excited to uh, get to share our story, and I hope that it inspires and encourages others to uh, join us on this journey. I think it will. Um, So before we dive into the meat and potatoes here, would you share with us kind of you and your husband's story of how you even got to the point where you were like, hey, let's pay the mortgage off, and then how (laughs) you decided to kind of begin that path? Um, well, in 2013, we found ourselves with no savings. I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, back in 2012, my husband actually fallen out of a two-story window at work and oh had gosh. gotten uh, seriously injured. He thankfully, obviously, is fine now, but um, he was injured. Um, it was we found out the company my husband worked for didn't have workman's comp, but this was after we'd already told the emergency room that it was a work-related injury. So, of course, our insurance wasn't going to pay for it. So mm. we had to fork over the money while we fought with you know, my husband's employer to get the money from them, which we never did. Um, but so we wiped out our savings. We started 2012 pregnant and ended it pregnant. And <laughs> I also graduated from college in 2012. So 2012 <laughs> was like a this year. crazy year. It really was. And so we started 2013 with no savings, you know, over $55,000 of consumer debt between two credit cards, a car loan, and my student loans. And we were Mm -hmm. expecting our second baby. And so we we just kind of find ourselves this kind of like this crossroad because either I go back to work and over half my paycheck goes to daycare and the added cost of, you know, fuel to get me to and from work because we live in Metro Atlanta. And if there's one thing you can count on the Atlanta area having all the time, it's traffic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, (laughs) we're talking about a very rushed and chaotic life. And that wasn't what my husband and I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to just make drastic changes. And we eradicated that $55,000 of debt in two years, right before our third child was born in 2015. And um, so after that, we kind of spent some time building up our emergency fund so my husband could quit his job that he 
did not love mm-hmm. and start his own business. And after that, um, gosh, it was, I think right at the end of 2017, I actually took a real look at our mortgage, not the mortgage payment, because right. our mortgage payment was very low because we bought our home back um, when our area was still in the recession. So um, we had a low mortgage to begin or mortgage payment to begin with. But I looked at the mortgage amount that we had left and I was like, we paid this we paid this amount of debt off in two years. Like, why are we still paying interest on this? Mm, And so mm -hmm. from there, we just kind of realized that if we paid off our mortgage, we'd have more money to invest with because the truth is, is that we are behind in saving for retirement. You know, we're in our early thirties still, but we're behind because, you know, we committed the cardinal sin of, you know, uh, finance when it comes to, we pulled out my 401k, Mm. Um, while we were, you know, <laughs> during that crazy 2012. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, we were behind and we needed to get, kind of get caught up and build up our net worth. And so we realized that if we paid off our mortgage, we have more money to invest with. And, um, that's really where the catalyst, where it kind of started for us when we were like, yeah, I w- we want to own our home. We want to own it and we want to keep our money. We want to keep it. We don't want to keep giving it to other people. And it really is amazing when you, you know, pay off your debt, you kind of do give yourself this really massive pay raise. Right. So, um, let me know, did you guys treat paying off the mortgage kind of as intensely as when you paid off that initial 55 or were you, was it more of like a relaxed version, but still kind of determined? Um, once we decided to pay it off, it was very intense because now throughout the, cause we had the mortgage for a total of eight years. So we, throughout that eight years, we would pay a little extra here or there. You know, if we got maybe a tax refund check yes. or something like that, we would, you know, it was very lackadaisical. There was no real goal or plan or strategy put into place. But mm-hmm. once we decided we were done with it, then it was like, we were aggressively attacking it. Okay. All right. And then you mentioned like when you saw that number and you said, we've paid that off in two years before. Did it take you about two years from start to finish or how did that end up working out? It took us just over a year to pay it off. Just Whoa. over a year. Oh, okay. Just over a year. That is awesome. But we also had a lot more money to work with this time because we sure. didn't have the, we didn't have the consumer debt. So, you know, yeah. without credit cards, without car loans, without student loans, you have a lot more money. I mean, yes. anyone who currently has those debts, like look at how much you pay on that every single month. And then if you total that up, that's how much extra money you could have in your budget to yes. do something else with, whether it's saving, going on vacation, paying off your mortgage, whatever it is. And so that's how we were able to do it in less time than what it took us to pay off the consumer debt. Right. And I think sometimes that, you know, I, we've run into people that are like, you know, they make good money, but they feel broke. And when we kind of get them to look into the numbers, they quickly realize that, oh my gosh, after taxes and then all the debt payments, I've only got about 30% of my take-home pay to even work with here. And that's a scary realization for people. And to realize like, oh my gosh, if I could just cut out all of the debt, not even excluding your mortgage, like you could get a massive chunk of your own income back. And then you start realizing you don't need as much income to make serious traction. And that's that's a really freeing place. Yeah, my husband, he doesn't make very much money. I mean, we live on just his income. And I mean, his his income is $55,000 a year. 
That's mm-hmm. how much he makes every single year. And that's what we live off of. And, you know, so that's why I always tell people, like people look at us and they're like, but you don't make six figures. I don't know why, like, how could yes. you do this? And how can I not do this? I don't understand. Like, this doesn't make sense. And I'm like, it takes a lot of determination. Like yes. you have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to sacrifice. And we, and we hustled, we worked lots of side hustles to also make this happen as well. My husband right. worked a lot of side hustles. I worked side hustles. Um, and it was, it was definitely a team effort. And that's the thing. You both have to be very committed to doing it, but it's totally achievable. I love that you shared kind of his income level. Um, and that's been something, you know, we, we've shared our story. You know, we paid off um, $25,000 in debt in, in seven and a half months when we were only that's amazing. taking home thirty five. And I remember pe- people like rubbing their eyeballs and being like, what? Like, how did you do that? I make six figures and I couldn't even pay that off. Um, exactly. And they think it's impossible. And then they think yes. you're lying about it. And you're like, no, it's really true. Like, you can do this. I promise. Yes. Yes. The side hustles, the determination, the being laser focused, but not to a point where like people think that it, if you're going to do that, it means you're going to have this terrible, miserable existence where you're penny pinching, stuck in a corner as yeah. a hermit eating ramen. But (laughs) it can be so enjoyable because you feel like you're on this united mission. You're excited to be going after a big goal. Like, do do people go to Olympic athletes and, like, tell them, oh, you're missing out on pizza and beer? And no, like, they know that this person is on a mission to do something great. And so it's all about that mindset shift because the Olympic athlete in training doesn't view it as deprivation. They view it as training to set them up for being able to win. And exactly. I think that's how we've always seen finances. And it seems like that's how you and your husband approached it. You weren't miserable. No, no, we were not. We were not. I mean, you know, and that's the thing. You get creative too while you're on that journey because you, you know, there's times where, yes, you want to go do something. You know what I mean? And if you stay yes. like, man, I really want to go do this, but man, it really sucks. I can't. And if you stay in that mindset of it sucks that I can't, mm-hmm. then yes, you're going to be miserable doing it. But instead, if you decide, okay, yeah, it sucks that I can't do this, but how can we make this happen within the budget? How can we do this? And you start getting creative in solving that problem. And it's so much fun because, I mean, there's so many creative ways to be able to do what you want to do without, you know, taking away from your debt snowball, without, you know, wrecking your budget, without doing those things. There's creative ways of being able to fulfill what it is that you're wanting to do or you're craving or whatever that is without feeling like just life sucks while you're paying off debt. (laughs) Right. Yes. And I, yeah, I think it's just so key to not focus on the the loss and just to keep your eye on the prize of the win that's yet to come. So why don't we transition now and can you paint a picture of kind of some of the benefits that have come out of you guys paying off the mortgage? So when was it? Like how far ago was this? Not long ago. It was in January of this year. So 2019. In January, we paid off the mortgage. um, And it's been amazing because we, as soon as we paid off the mortgage, I set up a separate savings account and automatically now our mortgage payment, what we were paying is drafted to that savings account. So we've been actively saving our mortgage payment. And it is amazing at how fast that savings account has Mm -hmm. built up. I mean, we've built it up way faster than we ever did our emergency fund. And it's without a lot of effort. But what's so nice about it is not only do we have this now, this extra savings account, you know, so if we did need the money, it's there. So we get to keep that money. But you know, it's building towards our lifelong goal of eventually, you know, having a piece of land that my husband, he's a contractor, he remodels homes for a living. And he's always wanted to build his own home. And 
us being able to build up this money is going to eventually allow us to have that opportunity to fulfill my husband's dream of getting to build his family our own home. And that's exciting. That's a whole nother goal that we get to work towards. And we get to do it without actually changing anything in our budget. Because like, mm-hmm. instead of having the mortgage line item in the budget, it's just the house fund. And it's money yes. that we're not even missing because we were paying it anyways. But now instead of going to pay back money we borrowed to a bank with interest and all of that, we are now earning interest on the money. Granted, it maybe it's, you know, because it's not invested in the stock market. Yes. It's not earning right a ton of money, but it is still building us closer to our eventual future of owning more land and owning more property. And, you know, and and the other benefit is that our net worth, we, we have five times more net worth than the average 35 year old American does simply because we paid off our home. That's not to say that we have all that cash sitting in the bank, but because we paid off our home, we are, we now have a net worth that is five times more than the average American. And to me, that is amazing that just by paying off our debt, we got to that level. Like we yes. didn't have to go and do anything else to qualify for that level. And that's another thing with net worth is that when people hear, you know, about someone having this net worth of a million dollars or whatever, they don't realize that real estate is a part of that, that, yes. you know, most of those yep. people that have that have either a paid for or very close to being paid for home. And so that's all the equity they have in it. They haven't just kept you know tapping in and borrowing equity from their home until they just continuously drain it and just always have a yes. mortgage. That, you know, they're, they're working to pay it off or they have paid it off. And so that's part of their net worth. Yes. That's it. That for us has been an amazing benefit. Cause like I said, we, we have been behind and saving for retirement and by not having this mortgage, it has really allowed us to have the funds to save more aggressively towards our retirement and towards our, our eventual goals. Yeah. I love that you guys have that goal of wanting to get the piece of land. And it's amazing that, yeah, you probably, Had you guys not just automatically started saving that every month, I think the human tendency would be to just be like, oh, let's start inflating lifestyle here, yes, there, here, there. And all of a sudden now, you can't seem to kind of get get the savings going because you've automatically inflated your lifestyle to the new income level. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people fall into. It feels good to celebrate a little bit. And I think everybody should take a second to do those types of things as they hit various milestones. But then the, the caution is to put pause on that and think about what the next goal is and to build that in and never just consume all the income. Because if you live, living under your means is what creates wealth. Exactly, exactly. And see, when we paid off all the consumer debt, we did kind of have a little bit of a time period where, you know, our lifestyle did increase a little bit. We had some of that uh, lifestyle creep happen. Yeah. And so, I mean, we knew from experience that if we weren't careful, it would happen. And I mean, because it is just human nature. It doesn't matter how good with money you are, you know, just it's, it's human nature. So, you know, that's so my suggestion to anybody that once you've paid off a big debt, maybe especially if it has a large payment on it, maybe for temporary reasons, put some of that money aside into a savings account just to keep yourself from, you know, consuming that amount of money because it will happen if you're not careful. And (laughs) now if you guys didn't have a goal of building or, you know, getting the land and building another home, then you wouldn't necessarily need to do the savings like you are, but you do have goals beyond this home and you're using it kind of as a lever to help get you to that next chapter whenever it's there. 
Exactly. Because what we would like to do is take the money that we're saving to buy the piece of land, hopefully in cash, um, because for people who are, because there's a lot of people in our in our life that are wanting to do this type of thing. So this is something you're wanting to do. Land loans are not very easy to get, just so you know. They're not. Mm. Most banks don't loan money for lands unless if you're a farmer because there's no collateral to collect. Right. So it's not very easy to get. So saving up the cash prevents us from even having to go back into debt. Um, and it just makes it easier and more accessible to us to be able to purchase land and then sit on it. And the great thing is because our house is paid for, if we take out the construction loan to build our home, which obviously my husband building it means I don't have to pay labor. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, it's still not going to be cheap, right? So, but the advantage is, is that we sell this house and we take 100% yes. of the sale and we pay off the construction loan. And then oh, we, yeah. once again, have a completely debt-free home that is now worth way more money because it's on a much larger piece of land and, you know, is custom built versus being built in 1979. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. So benefit number one um, was just all of a sudden now this amount that was going out is now staying in your yes. budget. And yes. you get the ability to kind of decide what it's going to do now. And you guys have chosen to put it towards your next best financial goal, which means, you know, the land and catching up on the savings and investing because yes. you guys felt like you were behind. So that is awesome. What's maybe a, what's the second benefit that you guys have felt from paying off the mortgage? It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it is amazing when you are the one that owns your home. It is weird and beautiful and amazing at the same time because there's, there's no fear of anybody being able to take your home. If, you know, something were to happen to my husband right now, God forbid. And, you know, even if I had to go back out in the workforce or whatever, nobody can come take my home. Because mm -hmm. we outright own it. And so because of that, that also buys me time, you know, even with life insurance and all of that, it still buys me time to be home with my kids, yeah. not having to worry, how am I going to pay the mortgage now that my husband's not here earning an income? How am I going to be able to do these things? Because the home is paid for and we have savings built up to help get us through that time while we as a family could grieve. And that for my husband was actually the big reason why he was mm. so on board of paying off the mortgage. And in fact, that's exactly what he told his best friend. He said, look, he said, this is my way of protecting my wife and my family is making sure yeah. that this home is paid for. She doesn't have to worry about it. And if she needed to, she could sell the house right then and there and have all that money if that's something that she needed to have happen, if something catastrophic happened with the kids or whatever. And so that's a benefit to have to know that you have this, that's sort of this nest egg if you need it. Like it's here. It's here if we need it. And that has been an incredible benefit. That's awesome. Um, I just, I think that's kind of a fringe benefit that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think of is just the, that emotional, that peace, that deep satisfaction factor of yes. it is, yes. it's not probably something most homeowners think of as they kind of walk around their house. If they happen to have a mortgage, you're just probably not thinking about it. But the day you write the check and you know that this puppy is 100% mine, I'm sure that when you take a stroll around the house or sit on the porch, it, something in your bones probably feels different. It does. It does. It really does. I mean, the moment that we paid it off, like I remember I, I actually recorded a video of me crying about it because I was Aww. so happy. I, I just like, I couldn't even, it was so weird because it was like, I couldn't even believe that it was real. And of course it didn't actually hit me that it was real until the next month when I didn't have to pay the mortgage. But it's just, 
It's incredible. It really is because every little part of it is yours. You know, mm -hmm. even the, the doorknob hole in the wall, that's mine. You know, like <laughs> this is mine. Like all of this is mine. Yeah. And it's, it's just so awesome. It really is. It is awesome. And I think you touched on like the security piece as well. Uh, most people, they don't think about it because it's actually terrifying to think about, but most households are one job loss away from losing their house yes, or one, you know, emergency or sickness of a spouse being unable to work or death or a divorce. And all of a sudden the house is gone yes. and it's just, it makes it so vulnerable really because life will shift and change and we can all count on those things happening. And when yes. there is a mortgage involved, it just makes everything more vulnerable. And a lot of people don't think about that until the firestorm hits. Yes. And then yes. whenever you add financial stress onto life stress, <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> the magnifying glass, right? And it just sets things up for, I mean, that's like crippling stress then. It is. And and we have um, a very close family member who um, he, he went bankrupt and he lost his home. So mm. we... We know what that is like. We've seen the emotional turmoil of that, and we understand that pain. And that's just not something that I think anyone ever wants to go through. But it was, no. it was literally, you know, as he would say, he was one check away from bankruptcy, and that one check didn't come. And yeah. that's, you know, and that's what happens. Is yep. you know, and I think sometimes you know, because I know for us for a long time, we didn't realize that we were also in that position as well. That we were in that one check away from yes. not having any money. You know, maybe not full blown bankruptcy, but just yeah. not having any money. Right? We <laughs> but you're not thinking about it <laughs> exactly. You're not. You're just living your life, and you're not cognizant of the fact that hey, if this money stops, like we're done. Like, like <laughs> yeah. we're done. We're done. You know. <laughs> And so like, and that's, you know, for me, that's always been sort of the wake up call is that like, you don't want to be in that position. So what can you do to prevent that from happening or the best that you can do to prevent that from happening? Right. And so not only getting out of debt helps with that and getting a savings fund going, but that's, that, I mean, paying off the mortgage is like sealing the deal on that, you know, <laughs> just like create so much security because I think the number one expense out of most people's budget is their mortgage. Yes. Second yes. is groceries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Especially if you have boys. Oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> Can't really do anything about that one, but at least you can get the mortgage taken out. Exactly. You know what? If anything, it helps you be able to feed your boys when they become teenagers. That's my belief. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we talked about the first two benefits. Uh, what is one final benefit that you want to share about having paid off the mortgage? The ability to give, and I don't just mean of our money, but of our time and of our mm. talents, because I'm a firm believer that when you are strapped financially, you're working harder, you're more yes. stressed, and you're so you're not able to use those talents and your time. You're not able to give of that in a in a way that truly blesses others. And we have been able to just give of all three of those things so much more now that we don't have a mortgage. And it's just, it's very freeing. It's freeing to know that we can do that um, in a way that, you know, that doesn't hurt us. You know, it's like we, uh, we had a friend, a childhood friend of my husband's who was 
killed in a very tragic accident and left behind three kids and a wife. Oh, and oh my gosh. there was no life insurance. And it was just, it was so awful. And they couldn't afford a, a funeral. But my husband and I were like, we have to give something. And so just being able to give money like that, and it, to mm. us, it was a large sum of money. To other people, it wouldn't be. But for us, it was a large sum of money. And we were able to give that without fear of, oh my God, can we pay the bills tomorrow? Yes. You know, we were able to just give that money, no, no bar, no, nothing attached to that, no strings attached, nothing, just give it. And that has been just such a blessing for us and to be able to do that with our kids so they can see, you know, when, when dad volunteers to go help, um, you know, an elderly woman move, you mm-hmm. know, because he's got the truck to do it and he doesn't have to spend that Saturday working because he can now volunteer yes. his time and his, his talent to, to help someone else. And it's, it's just a, a big blessing. It's, in fact, I would say that it's blessed us more being able to give than it probably has the people that we've given to. Mm, I love that. Uh, so at Wallowin, we our little tagline is um, "Get out of debt, build wealth, and change the world through generosity." And we just we see the whole point of getting your money working for you, basically for this last benefit that you just described. I think all of us, the most fun we could ever have is giving of ourselves, of our finances, of our time, our talents. Yeah, we're just we're made to give to others and to be a blessing in our world. We are. We are. And it's, it's just, I mean, and you know, and it's funny because so many years ago, I would have, I would have never really understood hearing someone say this. I would have never really understood what it means, like how giving is that exciting. I wouldn't have understood mm-hmm. that because I was in a place where I couldn't see how I could give to anybody else. Right. And I was also too scared to, to accept anything from anybody else because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to take things from people. Right. Yes. You know, but just being able to see this now and it's funny now being where I am today, like, you know, I now freely accept the generosity of others as well. Yes. Like, actually, just last week, our washing machine broke on laundry day, it broke. Oh, no. And I was like, Oh, my God, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like, you know, and so, you know, of course, we had the money to, to pay for the part to fix it. But sure. of course, the parts got to get shipped. So we have all this downtime. And I've got three kids and a dog. So I mean, you know, accidents are going to happen. And so but my neighbors were like, just come over when we're at work and use our washing machine. Like, no, I mean, like years ago, I would have never accepted mm. that offer. i had been like, No, I can't do that. But I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna accept this gener this generous offer because I need to use the washing machine and I'm not going to let my pride stand in my way. And it's, yes. and it is amazing to me that, you know, the more generous I've become, the more willing I've been, it, the more willing I have been to accept the generosity of others. And it's just, it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing. I love that. And I, yeah, I think you're right. I think the farther on the, in the journey you get and you begin being able to give more, it's kind of emotionally healing in some ways, I think to be, to finally be able to be generous and to, meet that side of yourself that maybe you never experienced when you were strapped yes. and living paycheck to paycheck and freaking out and maybe wanted to give but never could. Um, you know, for us, I know that when we first started out, we've always given a portion of our income, but it was just never to the degree that we wanted. There were so many yes. other things that we wanted to do. And it just always felt like we had to say no and the identity we we didn't feel like we were the generous people we desired to be but as we've gone along the journey we've gotten to step more into that identity um but i think you're right the flip side of it is also being humble enough and gracious enough to receive the generosity of others yes. too they go yes. together 
They do. They really, really do. It's just, it's, it's awesome. And it's amazing just to see kind of how this one simple thing when this like freaked out, scared pregnant girl back in 2013 could never see that (laughs) she would be where she is right now. And it's just so crazy when I really think about that, because Mm -hmm. we were so strapped back then and I was scared to death and we, you know, and then, but now here it is that, you know, I'm a totally different person and I love that. And so is my husband. And it's just, it's such, such an amazing thing. And like I said, I hope everybody (laughs) comes on this journey with us because it really is just such a blessing how that one thing of just deciding to become debt-free has now completely transformed our lives and our family life. Right. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for sharing these benefits. I know that, you know, there's many different conversations that happen around mortgages. First, there's the camp of people that are like, I'll never get enough to even put towards the mortgage. I'll always have a mortgage because they just can't seem to believe that they'll get ahead. But then there's the other camp of like, I'll always have a mortgage because it's so smart because I can then just invest in the stock market or blah, 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 blah. Or write off my interest on my taxes. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, there while there might be uh, some math that might lean that direction in some circumstances or situations, I think what you've described here today are all these kind of fringe emotional, psychological, um, and just kind of, um, yeah, the, the more at peace benefits Yes. Money is not, it's not math or it, it is numbers, but it, it's not purely math, right? It's 80% behavior and your emotions yes. and your psychology, 20% math. Yes. And I think that people fail to grasp that, but human beings, we don't always do things according to like a machine or a calculator. Exactly. And the piece, we're complicated. <laughs> yeah, we're very complicated just because the math <laughs> might say turn left and you'll be a millionaire. Like we emotionally we might need go to go right yes yes <laughs> because going left would cause incredible amounts of stress or anxiety or worry or terrible things to us and we would... may not be ready for left yet either we might right. not be ready to be a millionaire <laughs> exactly so i i really want to stress that money is so much more than than math and paying off the mortgage while there's lots of different camps i just love what you've been able to share here today because really it's it's in the piece and the, the, you guys feel confident and you feel uh, just totally at peace with your financial plan and you, you're confident in knowing that what you're doing is exactly where you want to go. Yes. And that is priceless. All right. It, it absolutely Maybe is. in theory you're missing out on a teeny bit of interest here or there, but who gives a flip? You're at yeah. peace. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. You know, as my husband said, he's like, I really don't care. My house is paid for. How much mortgage you got? Like, that's exactly what he says to his best friend. He's like, I don't care. He's like, my house is paid for. Like, yes. it doesn't I know, <laughs> right? It's like, okay, well, show me your debt-free home too. <laughs> like, okay. Like, All right. that's nice. At like, the whatever. end of, at the, you know, someday when you guys hit retirement, you'll have enough for you guys. Like you're never going to be in lack. It doesn't matter how you got there. You got there the peaceful way that was kind of foolproof and it didn't involve all the risk that maybe somebody doing it the math way got there. And that pays off in dividends. You know, we have a family to raise and we're like, you know, we want to enjoy our life with our family. And we, we knew that like the more in debt we were and the longer we stayed in debt, then the less we were going to be able to enjoy our time 
with our kids and be able just to have this family life. Because I mean, as everyone knows, your kids are only with you for just a very short time period. And for us, like this has been something that's been super important to us on having this time. Because like I said, no longer does my husband have to work a whole bunch if he doesn't want to. He gets to choose if he's going to work all those hours or not, you know, and we got to choose for me to stay home with the kids. And that freedom in that choice is worth not having a mortgage. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. And I hope everybody listening got inspired today. Um, If you want to follow up with Jessie, you can catch up with her over at jessiefearon.com. It's J-E-S-S-I-F-E-A-R-O-N. Yes. Yes, Yes. I got it. And that'll be linked to in the show notes. And I believe that she's got, um, if you want a little goody from her, she has... Uh, do you want to describe the workbook that you have available? Yes. Yes. So I have a free uh, PDF download workbook that you can print out. You can keep on your um, computer if you like, where it's um, it's a debt-free workbook. So it's going to teach you um, how to build out your debt-free snowball. Um, it's got a budgeting template in there. Um, it's got some resources in there to kind of help, um, you know, help you answer some of the frequently asked questions about becoming debt-free. Um, and it's got some discussion questions for you to um, discuss with your spouse if you have a spouse um, or your account partner if you don't have a spouse. So it's been very helpful to um, a lot of my readers and helping them get started on paying off their debt. Okay. And people can find that at jessiefearon.com slash wallowin. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, please, if you've enjoyed this show, go ahead and share it with other people. Let us know what you thought about it. And until next time, bye for now, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.